You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about arguably the best sequel ever made. James Cameron's Terminator 2, Judgment Day, or T2. You no trouble. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. Hey, yes. I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. All your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're your host, I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Best sequel ever? Best sequel ever, Benson. Wow. wow. And that's Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I think you're going to have to live up to that. Uh... Arguably the best well, sequel I'm, I'm, ever. I'm ready to hear the argument. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and also with us, guest, returning guest, I should say, oh, yeah. Mike Griggs. Hello. Mike Craig's. Hello. <laughs> Shut up, Jared. I got it right this time. <clears throat> no, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth time's a charm. You got to come back that many times and they'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> they know me. They really know me. Wait, who are you? Uh, okay, uh, best podcast movie ever. But, but what's what's a what's a sequel that would you would put up with T two? There's not one. Uh, fuck you. Empire the Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Aliens? Thank you. Aliens? Aliens. God damn it. Well, Godfather 2? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. You Look, you're putting my foot in my mouth over here. <laughs> Just saying there's some, there's some good sequels. This, yeah. This is pretty good, though. This is arguably Jaws the 3, best 3D? sequel podcast <laughs> starring the four of us. The Lost World? Come on, people. Come on. Arguably Ooh. the best sequel starring Linda Hamilton, Linda Hamilton and, and Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger about robots. And Eddie Furrow. There it is. You can't beat that one. That's definitely true. <laughs> like, hands down. Okay, look, we fixed it. <laughs> and the most expensive film. This ever is, made at this point. Really? In 1991. What was the budget on this one? Uh, well, it he was... He likes uh, doing that, doesn't he? <laughs> lots of <laughs> budgets. He's lots like, he's budgets. like, Karen, Karen, give me the give me the largest budget of <laughs> ever. We've got to beat that one. You think one. that's a big wait, budget? He just comes we back because he's like, wait, somebody beat my budget? <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of his thing. Titanic was also the highest budgeted time, and I believe Avatar was Not as well. Avatar. It's like, yeah. somebody else makes a movie with a higher budget, and he's like... 
He also right, likes to I make, make another one. Hold my I was gear. Say, his, his budgets pay off. So yeah, he likes to make he highest grossing. He kind of grossing. has a reason to do it. Yeah, that is true. He usually makes like the number one. Did, did this one? Film. Did this one make number one grossing film of all time at the time? No, it was not. Mm. Mm. He hadn't worked up to that yet. Yeah, no. E.T. was He's still one day number one, <laughs> but it was the number one movie of 1991. Oh, and it was the highest grossing, I think, R-rated film at that time. I don't think The Exorcist had been re-released Good and work. passed it again. But this movie did get a 3D re-release. Do you guys see it when it was no. re-released like, no. a couple years ago? No, no I didn't even. Know I didn't either. <laughs> What was it? They only showed it in AMC theaters. That's why I did oh. see the 3D like live thing at, at Universal. Oh, that uh, was sexy as hell. What is that called? The Battle Across Time or some I shit don't like know, that? But it was cool as shit. And Linda Hamilton was there, and like, uh, and the Terminator was there, and Arnold, Arnold was there. Sure, yeah. He jumped out and ran through the crowd. It was insane. Yeah, <laughs> was he naked? No. <laughs> that was also like I think. One of the most expensive, like per minute, uh, shot videos of all time. It was like oh, twelve minutes little long, parts. and it was like uh, sixty million dollars. Is what that twelve minutes cost? That cost sixty million dollars. Yeah, for that show. Yeah. The, wow. Look, dude, a real they Terminator came stars. out into the crowd and started shooting lasers across the across the room. Wait, like a three D projected Terminator? No, it was like or a like. Well, yeah. it's, it's like you're going to see like a uh, a mock-up of Terminators. At it's it's like you're going to go Cyberdyne. see Rocky Horror Picture Show, but if but it's like Terminator. <laughs> There's like you know you know what I mean. Well, it's <laughs> They're like, singing and dancing. You're, you're, you're there no. for like a, a robotic like, demonstration, and then like Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong. I guess they're gonna. Uh, destroy the plan or well, something well, there's a terminator coming and then yeah a, a t-1000 shows up on oh, the stage damn. like through time and then ter- you know yeah arnold shows up through time and they go back to the future they show up on the screen the actors do but then like like lookalikes like that like their body doubles show up in the crowd and, yeah on you know, stage okay, that's pretty cool. and like shoot and shit and run around the room hells yeah and, yeah but like it like i said it's kind of like rocky horror in that you know you're sit- you're seated in an auditorium and there's shit going on in like live actors you know there as well I guess that started his 3D uh, obsession or interest. Oh, yeah, and at one point, the T-1000, like, stretches out his head across the across the crowd and, you know, scares you with your 3D glasses. It was cool. It was cool. I liked it. It was cool. I like Terminator 2, though, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to like a Terminator 2 3D It's the closest ride. we got to a real Terminator 3 until this year. Ooh, mic drop. Ooh. <laughs> Are we talking about that? It? What? Is this, a, is this happening? Uh, Dark Fate? Yeah. No, that's next week. Oh. Did Have you, you seen it yet? yet, though? No. Okay, good. But you got to see it this week. Well, you, just, you just said it like you were so... <clears throat> I said up until now, because the, the other ones didn't really exist. That's right. Dark Fate just... They that, happened, you know. but they weren't in-universe. That's right. right. They've been retconned out of universe. It <laughs> <laughs> might have happened. They're all possible universes. It's like the Halloween franchise. How many times has that restarted? It's like, the fever I, dream know. of the Term- Terminator universe. I mean, this whole alternate universe thing has got all these movie franchises so confusing. You're like, what? Well, think, you think about somebody yeah, in right. like 50 years trying to go back and watch them, and they're going, wait a minute. So, the, but he's the same. I don't under. Well, I guess it'd be like a comic book fan now, right? With all the alternate timelines of all your favorite characters and all the spinoffs. It's like you have so many stories. Like, where do you even start? Right. I guess, it's, you know, it is going to be weird. What's going to happen when they reboot the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, one could contend that I, they would not because that's the whole point of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that's a whole nother I hope they don't because I haven't even caught up on that yet. On the way over here, I was actually thinking, well, now that I've got Disney+, Plus, I guess I should watch all these damn movies. Yeah. What, do you think they're should. never going to make like another Iron Man movie? Of yes, course they are. correct. Yeah. 
What? No, For I real? do not think they will make another Iron Man movie. I don't know. Because he was like a B-list level character in the first place, and the reason why they used him was because he nobody knew him, and so they were like, ah, oh, we'll just take this cheap character that nobody really knows, and then launch an entire movie franchise around him. Thanks to John Favreau. Yeah, but he's like super famous now, though. Right. Disney's gonna Disney. I bet you they make an, another Iron Man property of some kind. But not with Robert Downey Jr. No, uh, no, not, not with, with not with the you know, Tony Stark. They'll they'll put the armor on someone else. In the same way that Spider Man has been like fifteen different people. I know. That's and that's so confusing. What do you guys think about uh, Martin Scorsese's uh, take on the MCU? You guys been following that? You been reading that? I've only heard the secondhand accounts. No, like well, people being pissed that Marty said something, and I'm like, what? I read his letter. I don't care. I, I agree with him totally. A lot of people got pissed because he said they weren't cinema. So right. they're more like like rides at the like amusement park rides. Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. It's in, it's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying a peanut butter and jelly sandwich doesn't have peanut butter or jelly in it. It's not a sandwich. <laughs> it's not really a sandwich. <laughs> I bring it up because I I do think that Terminator Two, if you look at it, is it's very similar to the comic book films that we have today. That's a good point. I mean, it, it provides that same. I'm not saying it's as well made. I'm not saying it's as good, but I'm saying it's filling that same kind of vacuum. Mm. What's not as good? The Marvel movies aren't as good as the Terminator films. Okay. I thought you were <laughs> going the other way. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. I yeah. thought you were saying Endgame is better than, than T2? T2. No, that's insane. Judgment Day. Nobody would Why say would that. Why would you say that? Uh, there mean? would be some people to say that. There would be some people that might say that. Yeah, this is They would not be welcome in a conversation that I would want to participate in. And they're probably still in high school. <laughs> to be fair to those people, those are probably the ones that Marty's talking about when he says this isn't a real movie and then they're the Marty. ones getting pissed off because I don't know there's something about fandom these days especially in the last five years or so where people just get so emotionally attached to films that they have no objective ability to hear a critique against the movie because they don't hear the critique against like the filmmaking or the acting or the story or any of the things that we as filmmakers can be like, oh, yeah, no, that was good, and that was good, but this could have been better. They were like, you're insulting me as a person because I so deeply emotionally resonate with these characters that I am is unable to separate myself from this character that I wish I could be. I wanted to be Spider-Man. I want to be Iron Man, but I'm not, so I'm just going to imagine that I am by watching all these movies, and it's all wish fulfillment. It's fantasy, right? Which is the whole point of those things, but when you're unable as an audience member to separate yourself from a movie, then you get this terrible level of, of fandom that's just toxic and yeah. unhealthy. I made the mistake on a movie post, a movie board post the other day of defending Marty. <laughs> Marty. And, you know, just saying, like, look, I'm a, I'm a fan of big summer blockbuster movies. Sure. And I don't care if you call them cinema or not. Mm-hmm. They they serve the purpose of what I want exactly, and I'm not going to get offended. Like I like B horror movies, mm-hmm. and if you say yeah, that's not real cinema, then I'm going to go yeah, but it's fun. I'm right. not going to get personally right. offended. My man, I got totally ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a problem with that. Like I have progressed in my life to the point where I refuse to say that movie sucks. I will say that movie's not for me. Or I didn't like this aspect of the movie. But as a filmmaker, to say about another filmmaker, that movie sucks is just, it's, it's not helpful. 
Like it doesn't it doesn't bring anything to the conversation. It doesn't help anyone to get better at anything. It's just I don't want to shit on another filmmaker. If you want to see something that I've done and say, oh, you could have done better blocking over here, or oh, you could have framed this a little bit more interestingly, or your color grade wasn't quite you know accurate or consistent or something, those are helpful comments. But, That's true. Yeah. Oh, I, it just I sucks. Well, it for the Star Wars prequels and <laughs> now Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. That movie did suck. That was pretty bad. <laughs> well, that was different. That movie actually offended me. <laughs> As, as a, a fan? As, no, as a person. As a person. <laughs> as a thinking person? Uh, yes. <laughs> if you've never seen it, it's I have not. really bizarre. <sighs> so, like, apparently the... Um, super homophobic. The screenwriter oh, see, okay. was, like, really homophobic. Mm. And he wrote all these, like, secret homophobic jabs into the script. And the whole script is, like, Freddy's trying to possess this teenage boy. So he's got these lines like, he's trying to get inside me. And it, it, the whole like arc of the story it's, this is most very... and cannot see my face right now. My <clears throat> eyebrows are behind my forehead. Like, it is known as the most wow. homoerotic horror it, film it, ever. It's the gayest wow. Freddy movie. And the director says he didn't catch on. Bullshit. Really? There's no and way. And then they hire a gay actor to play the kid. No. So it's the movie is just laced with this like, okay, is this supposed to be a message? Is this... Mm. Okay, are they making... What are they doing? It is just bizarre. It yeah. offended Brian to the point he was pissed. <laughs> well, that, that, that writer pissed me the fuck off. David Chisholm, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck I have you, no Dave. problem to say that. No problem at hey, all. Hey, you can go back Fucking and listen baby. to episode two of our uh, Freddy <laughs> Retrospective. <laughs> there's, a, there's plenty of that going on. In yeah, there. okay, all right, sorry, sorry. I'm not going to... Go put a can asshole. of worms. <laughs> but yeah, other than those, I 100% agree. I, yeah, I have a hard time like, going, nah, I just hate that movie. Okay, but even, like, not to try and prove my point, but you're still qualifying the fact that you say that it sucks for these reasons, right? Those are very legitimate oh, yeah. reasons that you have a problem with the film. But an audience member who's just like, oh, yeah, the movie sucks. Okay, but why? I don't know, it just, it just sucks. <laughs> okay, but why? I just, it was terrible. There's plot holes, and I didn't understand it. Okay, so you didn't understand it, or it sucks? We were talking about, I don't remember which, it was one of the Nolan movies. Where before it came out, like the audience was already going, "Oh, it sucks! It sucks!" Oh, that was uh, I know what you're gonna say it was Dark Knight Rises. It was uh, him getting back to Gotham and from being the from being, from in, the being hole. in the hole. Yeah, and we went and saw the Batman movie. We're like, so far. It was great. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I don't see what the problem Wayne is. Fly in an airplane. <laughs> How does he do that? How does he call Alfred and be like Alfred? I need to be picked up. Well, the, so rich, often. the richest man in the United States of America. For as long he's, as he's, he's, he's like, conversations like Bruce, going. I know who you are. Why do you talk to me like that? <laughs> well, it's so easy to sit on, you know, on your computer and go, oh, this sucks. And right. feel like you've, right. you know, voiced an opinion. But but that's not a helpful opinion. Right. And, does, yeah. and a lot of times it's like, oh, the plot holes. But, like, that's not a plot hole. <laughs> oh, man. If this would, it had been 10 years earlier, nobody would even thought about it. <laughs> That's a fun exercise, thinking about, like, how would reactions to some of these movies be if we had Twitter when this came out? Oh, man. What what would be some of the tweets you would imagine that would have happened after watching T2 in 91, 92? Ooh, I don't know. Like, what are some of the hot takes that you could just... Like, just the, the bash it crowd that's out there? See, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. This... You know, either way, we can go positive on this. This movie was such a landmark in special effects for its it time. It totally was. Yeah, Absolutely. like I can't think of it like outside of, you know what I mean? Okay. 
Did you see T2 first or Terminator first? No, I saw Terminator first. Yeah, I saw Terminator first. I saw the second one first. I saw the second one first. And I hate myself for it. I wish I had seen the first one first. I actually still like the first one better. Interesting. I, I'm hanging on to it. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, well, I'll tend to, like, m- m- filmmaking-wise, the second one's way No, oh, for sure. Well, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't his first film, wise, so there's a lot of reasons for it to be better you filmmaking wise. Just story wise, I think the first one is w- way more interesting to me. Hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, it sets the backbone of what the rest of the movies are all going to be about, sure, too. Sure. Uh, and it's such an interesting story, like these robots and this guy going back, and he ends up being the dad. And oh, if you hadn't seen it, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, just stop right now and Come go on, watch who the it. Fuck has not seen Terminator Two. Like, <laughs> like seriously, don't, don't listen to a podcast about a movie that you haven't seen. I mean, come on, Wait, please, I've done that. please. <laughs> oh, Jared, that's okay. I've stopped podcasts realizing I haven't watched the movie, watched the movie, and then gone back and listened to it. All right, there you go. That's what you're supposed to do. I do like uh, Sarah Connor's character better in this movie than I do the first film. Just because she goes all badass or because I like the fact that like the movie starts with her crazy as shit. Like her knowing the future has When I was a kid, I hated that. See, I love that. When I was a kid I hated it. But then like, you know, as an adult and understanding storytelling, I was like, Oh, that's brilliant. Oh man. Yeah, it's just Oh yeah, the opening sequence where it's like the VHS shit recorded later and she's just like, We're all dead. (laughs) You, me, everybody Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, it's so awesome, and she's just like batshit insane, kind of. It well, not kind of. She is like, even though she's trying to be like mom of the savior of the human right. race, she's. But it's very understandable. Unhinged. Like you, but, you kind of sit back and again, like you're saying, watching it as an adult, having seen it a few times, it's like I don't know how else you would respond to this. Like you had right. a fucking robot from the future trying to kill you. Why the hell isn't everyone else freaking the fuck out? And. <laughs> And everybody else is going about dating. Right, everyone else is like, and why will not anybody believe you? Like, come on! Like, how maddening would it be to know the future? You're telling people, and they're just like, yeah, right. I think that's why it's so important to show the that nuclear holocaust sequence where the bomb goes off, and and it's fucked up that it's a bunch of little school children on a playground. But oh yeah, I think you need that kind of like knock that message home. It is, dude. When she's holding on to the fence and like her body like gets like burned away, she's like just fucking screaming. Man, that'll make your hair stand up, dude. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh, dude, that (laughs) scared the shit. Probably the most frightening scene in the movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How about that foreshadowing shot though? Early on, when you see the the little rocking horse thing, and it's got like the fire in the background, you're like, "What the fuck is this? It's just four horsemen on the apocalypse with fire around them." But it's a playground. (laughs) Yes. Wow! One of them's a seahorse, and yes. the, <laughs> a squirrel or something. It's kind of like a little hedgehog. I don't know. I don't think this is what the Bible really meant when it uh, referenced how this is going to go. Oh man, that is a fucking one of my favorite opening uh, title sequences ever of all time. Man, just watching all the fire burn everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so badass! Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Love the visuals in this movie. James Cameron knows where to put a camera probably better than any director in the world. Like. Probably of all time, like he doesn't put it in the showy spot. He doesn't maybe put it in the most cinematic spot ever, but it just captures the action perfectly for the audience. Like you get the feel of everything perfectly. Like like when the when the fucking uh, truck explodes, uh, it when they're Which he's chasing one? the bike. 
right? He's chasing Edward Furlong. Oh, yes. Yes. And it, yeah. like, it comes to a... It hits the, the overpass. What is it? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah that's exactly what it is. Where he knocks the, the top of the cab off? No, no, before no, that. the second time. It's when it actually explodes. Oh, when it runs it, up it and stops. explodes. Okay, that's yeah. one yeah. of my yeah. favorite, like, some th- car runs into something explosions ever, because it's one of the only movies ever that takes two shots to show that you can't just run into something and your car blows up. It's like gas leaking, thing sparks, and then it blows up. And it's like, right? thank you. But you get thank all you. of that stuff, man. It's so well done. It's and so that, well done. It actually you reminds get music me. moments, too, for each oh, one. Like yeah. Think about like that spark, mm-hmm. like when the wire's yeah. swinging, and you get the ignite. Uh, Right, it's so perfect. It's so good. This movie—it reminds me of something I was I, just a random thought I had while I was watching the movie. It's like, man, this is such a perfect mix of like classic cinema storytelling. This is the shot that blows up, mixed with what's to come with the CG models, the special effects. Oh yeah, mixing all of that technology, man. <clears throat> you got rear screen projection it's models. Like all of movie all history of went right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a culminating moment and an instigating moment for the rest of what we know and appreciate today with all the Marvel shit. Yeah. I've yeah, this this changed cinema. A hundred percent. Forever. Absolutely. I don't think there was another big sci fi movie like this until The Matrix. I think this was the one. Mm, Jurassic Park could kind of be on the edge of that. Mm-hmm. Equilibrium. Oh, I don't really consider Jurassic Park. I don't, I don't really think of that as a sci-fi movie, though. I okay, of, that's fair. I always, yeah, that's why I, I, I always think of it like a the vast disaster adventure movie is where I kind of always put sure, that one. Sure, But I, it is about fucking dinosaurs running around eating people, so... I mean, that's pretty science fiction. Made by yeah, science. it is. In the present day. Made so by I, science. So I guess you're right. <laughs> I did, yeah, I usually don't think of that, though, in science He's got a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> that pops out of nowhere. I still love you. I remember when this movie came out. It was an event. It was everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I remember being confused, too, because I'd seen the first one. I was like, okay, why is he a good guy now? Okay, let's talk about that. Right? Is that the so, brilliant, most brilliant way to bring Arnold back? Yeah. I'll only do it if yeah, I'm a good guy. It's, it's just kid. another model. <laughs> but, you know, if, if this came out when I was an adult, I don't know if I would like this as an adult until maybe after seeing the movie. You know, like, right, just somebody so telling like you, this like, is an important point about watching the first one first and then the second one <clears throat> after seeing the first one. And one of the things I disagree with in the decision making of the movie. So Arnold comes in and he goes to the bar and he beats all the shit out of those guys and takes the bike and the clothes, right? And then they play the fucking song and it's like, Pat the Bone. And like, oh, yeah, cool. He's got the stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> What if they didn't have that song? What if they continued, like, the whole theme of the rest of it where it's like, oh, he's fucking some dudes up and he's about to go find John Connor and kill somebody, right? What if What if it wasn't that song? What if we didn't set the tone of Arnold? You can't do that, man, because James Cameron is knowing that everybody's going to watch this movie more than once. And that's why he puts little things like Bad to the Bone in there. Number one, it lets you know that Arnold's the good guy. Right. And he's bad to the bone. But that's, okay, but that's my point. Like, like, it's sort of like, all right, to go back to Marvel, the Hulk and Thor, right? The Hulk being in Thor 3 was, like, the greatest reveal in Marvel Cinematic Universe. But everybody knew he was in the fucking movie because they put it in the goddamn trailer. Which is why I don't watch trailers, because they spoil the entire fucking movie. Media blackout if you want to see the film. Just pro tip. So... (laughs) I can't do that. I gotta watch the trailers, man. I gotta so, know what okay. But but just just picture it. Like if you didn't see a trailer, if the marketing guys weren't like, oh, he's the good guy this time. Like just just as like a start to finish filmmaking experience. Like you've seen the first one. 
Arnie's the bad guy, right? He comes back in the second one, he's fucking some dudes up, and then he's just walking through the thing, and you haven't heard the bad to the bone music, you've just heard the continued, like, theme music where you're thinking he's still the fucking Terminator, right? And this other guy's there, and we don't know, is he good, is he bad, is he saving him, what's going on? And then that whole hallway sequence where he's got the, the shotgun and the flowers, and John sees him, and he freaks out, and his mom's been telling about him this entire his entire life, and it's just this moment where you're like, fuck, it's about to go down. Would that have been more impactful to you if you didn't hear the bad of the bone music? No, I mean, there's a lot like, of clues before that moment, though, that Robert Patrick's. So? Yeah, I okay. mean, Roderick Patrick's the, the cop, right? And you see him right before he goes into the hallway and he pushes the little ginger kid <laughs> friend out of the way, right? He's like, hey, guy, I think I saw that kid you were looking for. And he just shoves that fucker out the way. He's like, oh, yes, he does. He goes screaming. Out. You know, there's like yeah. all these little clues. He's to like let a you back know. to Nickelodeon kid. That's definitely where he came from. Yeah. And I may be totally, this may be complete bullshit. I may have made this up in my head, but to me, it feels like the first Terminator was more, it's sci fi leaning horror. horror It's a horror movie for sure. This one, it feels almost like Aliens 2 to Aliens, where it's like, okay, now Mm -hmm. we're going action Mm -hmm. fun. So I think the bad to the bone music cue there is part of setting that tone of okay this is a sequel but it's a new tone got it okay i like that um, there's a lot of that in a good this point. one though it's kind of yeah. like how they were like how are we gonna get arnold to say all these catchphrases we need him to say catchphrases but the terminator <laughs> doesn't fucking talk okay we're gonna get the kid to teach him things and then he'll be able to use it throughout the movie because really oh it's amazing oh, it's, perfect. it's like how do we how do we get the terminator to act like you know arnold that's why we all wanted to see it on the playground right because yeah, yeah. the little boy had his Terminator. Yeah. And he was getting He's got him. a pet Terminator <laughs> to say cool I mean, things. who didn't want a pet Terminator? Say hasta la vista. Come on. Come hasta on, do la vista. <laughs> Baby. Kill all those cops. <laughs> oh, wrong move. No, no, no. no, no. He's, he, he, he's, like, he's like, maim them. Don't kill them. Stand on one leg. He's all about Come not live. killing anybody. Come kill the bullies at my school. <laughs> Actually, I've got a really fucked up story about uh, when I was a kid. I, I watched this movie so many times that my brother and I, we used to fight. We used to like... I've uh, got a story for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, one time we were rolling around in the living room fighting and wrestling. And uh, there was a letter opener that looks like a bell. Oh, and it shit. had like a little sharp point on the top of it. <gasps> and I grab it and stab him in the leg. No! And then I get freak out. I'm like, oh shit. And then like he, he starts crying and freaking out. My parents come in and I run outside. And I'm afraid they're about to beat my ass. And um, my, my, my dad's like, what the fuck? What did you do that for? And I go, he'll live. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. True story. True story. Wow, what a baller. He'll live. He'll live. What did your dad have to say to that? Oh they were just like, God. what? <laughs> I never had the balls to say that to my dad, but he was always the one who said that about like, oh, you almost broke your foot. You'll live. No, you'll live. Oh, like, yeah. Thanks, dad. But he wasn't referencing this. No, he definitely was not. <laughs> I was. The fact that you referenced that. How old were you? Oh, God. I don't know. 12. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Can you imagine did like, everything on set that, that day how many stories of, yeah, I remember when my dad said, oh, you'll live after 50 people oh, giving yeah, stories. Right, no doubt. Arnold's like, we were poor in Austria. <laughs> Actually, there's a, a, him doing the Nerdist uh, podcast. He talks about that. He's like, we grew up poor. My son, we, because of all the water problems in California, I tell my son, you get the five-minute warm shower, then I turn the heat off. <laughs> like, yeah. Just to give him the experience. Just to give him the experience, because like we saved water in California. In California. <laughs> I 
I love the Arnie California. California. Yeah, one year for Halloween, I dressed <laughs> up as right one day. Arnold and the Terminator. And I had the leather jacket and the glasses. Fuck it was yeah. still daytime. Nice. We nice. were all outside in our little costumes. And just, I mean, out of the perfect timing, this cop was coming around the corner, and I just happened to pull the little pistol oh, out oh, and aimed yes. it right at them. No. This cop car swerves over. These two cops jump out, and they got their guns pulled. Moses is cracking up. They come over and start yelling at me. Moses started smarting off to them. And that's how Moses They were died. like, you could have been shot. We were going to shoot you. I'm like, we were going to terminate the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moses kept going. It's got an orange tip. Ooh. Yeah, that's what it's she got said. Got an orange tip. That's what she said. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm they sorry. finally were like, "Shut up!" <laughs> that is rough. So speaking of kids, he said if he hadn't killed, noticed the, the ninja Terminator. next to me, <laughs> um, I got a question about this Terminator, the the T one thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, the liquid one, Robert the, the, Patrick. Robert oh, Patrick, God, who, who kills it by amazing. the way. Oh, he's, he's amazing. A, yeah. He is. He's amazing. Um, how can he be sent back into time and and not be uh, flesh? Because you can't send flesh, non flesh things through the time paradox. Because that's what they said in the first one. I'm right? gonna freak out. I know. <laughs> okay, so besides the fact that. It's a fucking movie, so they wait, 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 no, 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 no. We can't. Just, you can't just use. You can't use. You, know, you can't use the movie. I, it, I no, mean, I'm just. I'm movie. stating the stupid obvious thing to get it that. out of the minds of the people. They're like, "Well, it's a movie, of course." Well, how about this? In the future, they okay. invented a new time travel device that the rebellion didn't have. That's why they had to send back Arnold. But it, the cybernet- we did establish that this is a new time travel device. Did we though? Because did, they didn't say that, we, and well, we said it's, that. It's we assumed that we retconned that ourselves. We did. But, like, I, I'm going with what because we because in the first one they also say that they destroyed the. You know, Kyle Reese is like he's like he's like I can't go back because they fucking destroyed the they machine. They didn't mention that shit at all in this movie. They're like, um, like we we couldn't get around that somehow. So, but also, uh, every single one of these fucking movies, they send another person back in time. So it's like, okay, we destroyed the first one. Well, they still have figured out how to. Time travel in the first place, so they just Jimmy. Do you remember how to build a time machine? Uh, (laughs) I think so. If you've seen Genesis, Arnold builds one in a basement, (laughs) right? Okay, so alternative opinion: it's possible that the whole liquid metal thing, like when he's in, maybe the reason why he keeps reverting back to the Robert Patrick form is because that's his ability to travel through time. That's the skin type of thing. And every time they shoot him, it just exposes the liquid metal that's underneath. Question. Okay, then why at the end, when, when he when he's like glitching out after he's been frozen, why does he start glitching out and start like uh, losing his shape? Because that looks cool. Because of the heat. Besides the fact that it looks cool. Is it the oh. heat? <laughs> yeah, it's the heat from the steel mill. Uh, did you guys watch? There's two cuts of this movie. Did you guys watch both cuts or I just the I only theatrical? saw the, the, other the, the longer one. I saw the hour, the two hour Maybe. and forty five minute. That's the yeah special edition. Yeah, that's the one I watched. Uh, it's got some added scenes. It's got Michael Bean um, yeah. showing up. Really? Yeah, in the uh, hospital and meeting. He's like Sarah, look at my nipples. <laughs> meeting Sarah in a dream <laughs> sequence. <laughs> really weird dream As sequence where he just like shows up and she's like, "But you're dead," and he's like. Our son is the target now, Sarah, and he, she's like, "I fucking know," <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "Okay, yeah, but." I thought I needed to tell you, and she's like, "Okay." And then she wakes up, <gasps> you know. <laughs> she always wakes up intensely from dreams. Oh man, like, she has the most fucked up shit. dreams. Like if, yes, if you see Sarah Connor sleeping, dreams. don't stand next to her because she yeah. might wake up and punch you. Yeah, she carries a big knife. She does. She's like, "No favor, would you make?" 
<laughs> oh my god when he says that oh that line after reading it like that's one of my favorite like oh i remember my childhood but right but they remember ourselves like but really? like but him really? but him it, that that oh. scene that's where he dude yo for sure that that scene where he where he reads that on the picnic table where she carved it in makes a lot more sense with the Kyrie scene added back in because he kind of he he read he reiterates that to Sarah, he comes to her in her dream, and he's like, "Look, you know the the future isn't set yet. There's no fate but what you make." Well, I mean, if you watch Terminator One right before, but, you know, but nobody's seen Terminator One by this point. You know, everybody, this is everybody's first Terminator, obviously. <laughs> it says two in the title. I mean, you know, just because you can't follow directions, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you watch Ain't a lot of too lazy to go to the video store the before you went to see the movie? <laughs> intervention Bill here. and Ted's Bogus Journey is excellent. <laughs> Did you see it before Bill and Ted? Yes. <gasps> no. <laughs> well, we were good friends for a minute. <laughs> Did you really? No, no, no. Everyone oh, saw. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? I, 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 don't I, I didn't even see Bogus Journey. It took me a long time to, to yeah. hunt that down. Have you not seen it? I, I have seen I it. Let's say. Yeah, I saw about because when the three when the third one comes out next year, you know we're oh doing God, all that. I'm so stuck for that. Station. Uh, maybe. Um, I'll wait to see a trailer. <sighs> It sounds like a good idea, but, Listen, you know... if they're excited about it, that's enough for me, honestly. <laughs> like, who cares if it's good? Like, they're going to have fun making it, and I'm going to have fun watching it. And we're going to have fun podcasting it. about yes. it. Oh. Bill and Ted's, like, Bill all grown up, and they like they don't act the same. They're just normal dudes now. It's it's going to be Bill and Ted 1, 2, and 3 in the lake house. That's our mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock's got a, just a little cameo in the background. Like, did you check the mail today? <laughs> Gonna miss George Carlin. Oh, man. Yeah, Rufus. Right. Dude, you can't have this movie without oh, Rufus. Oh, man. Well, well, didn't they, they, they got death back, right? Yeah. He, William Sadler came back, right? Yeah, dude. He's gonna, not going to play dead. He's going to play deaf. Ha. Sips tea. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That was bad. Wow. You know, sometimes Man. you gotta Edit. just take a shot and it doesn't, it doesn't connect. Oh, I do okay. it all the time. <laughs> and on that note, guys, <laughs> I think we're gonna take a break. Is it time? <laughs> I think it's time all for right, the trailer. Alright, guys, this is the amazing trailer for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Enjoy. I'm so excited. We'll be back. were taken at the West Highland Police Station, 1984. You were there. Same model. These were taken today. You have to let me see my son. He's in great danger. New mission. Once, he was programmed to destroy the future. What it's like to try to kill one of these things. Now his mission. Get down. Is to protect it. Mom! Come with me if you want to live. You're really real. His loyalty is to a child. Who sent you? You did. 35 years from now. And his enemy. He's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. Is the deadliest machine ever built. Can it be destroyed? Unknown. This time, there are two. Terminator 2. 
You just can't go around killing people. Why? If you thought you had seen it all... Look again. Stay down! Go! Now! We gotta stick together! Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. This time, he's back. For good. Trust me. <laughs> Great idea. We should start doing that every week. Do you not always record our reactions while we're watching no, the trailer live? No. no, I do not. We're back. That was the trailer for Terminator 2. I guess we should have recorded our reactions to it. I said I a lot of things. That. I think there's something about I don't know. <laughs> but guys. I kind of want to listen color to grade. it while we're listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it is different, uh, different color grade. And I got chastised during that for liking that. But I was like, look at all these colors that I didn't see in this movie. Man, I, look, okay. No, that's, why, that's, what, that's, that's why I was like, wow, that looks really good. That's no, cool looking. I, dude, look, Terminator 2 defined fucking Blue Knight. Like, Halloween oh, yeah, it's very put blue. it on the map, and, like, for me, Terminator 2 just set it in fucking stone. It's just like, this is, this is blue. blue Knight. Yeah, I like the color grade for the movie better than the yeah. trailer. Yeah, but that still looked good. And is this the first, like, film that had the blue-orange color timing? The blue, the what, the uh, the uh, like the te- orange teal, the orange teal. No, yeah. not in not in the orange teal style that you're talking about. It is one of the first movies that did like, uh, oh, let's do super cool lighting while at the same time we have a lot of like warm reds in the same scene. But it's not the first film that did like the color grade version of that. Do you know another one? An earlier example? I because that's just the well, okay, but that's I what I'm saying. It's not like a color 80s. grade; it's a lighting choice. There are later movies that made that choice in post via color grade, but that's that may yeah, be the first movie where too, they had like, all right, let's put cool blues and warm reds in the same shot. But that was not a color grading choice; that was a lighting choice. Well, yeah, the orange, well, the potato, orange teal, potato in '91. <laughs> fair, fair, but the orange, <laughs> okay, the orange teal thing, like the whole Michael Bay, like ter- the wow, the other robot movies, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Michael Bay movie I think of yeah. looking like that's The Rock. Oh, sure. totally. Yeah, sure. It's, it's it's the one that like you know that's the one I think of in the nineties. It's like oh yeah, Michael Bay did that, and that's just very all kinds of movies do that. Blue and orange. Well, yeah, it's an action lots of movie movies cliche. did that back yeah. in in the film days, and then it became film. a color grading choice with the digital film revolution for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is a chemical thing they're, they're right. doing with the uh, yeah. Putting it's a the chemical film enhancement in. of it's the lighting that happened. It's organic. <laughs> <laughs> Right there, hippie film guy. Let's make film organic again. <laughs> it's, a, it's a look choice. I need the organic film stock, please. <laughs> Are these films organic? <laughs> they don't have any GMOs in them, do they? Really organic Gerald's grain. in whole film again. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking uh, for these take your whole paycheck. <laughs> Damn, man. Hashtag a store that wouldn't exist. <laughs> Nobody shoots on film. Um, well, that's not true. People Hold still on. shoot There's on film. There's a couple people. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely. My daughter people. just got a Polaroid. Whoa. Hells yeah. Mine loves her Polaroid. For real? You can still buy Polaroid Fuck films? Yeah, they're back. Yeah. Really? They come out real dark. Somebody had one the other day and they were shooting and it was really dark looking. I always remember them being just washed out and 
You just didn't wait long Correct, because most of them have the flash, and you can't turn the flash off. Yeah. So if if you're smart enough to put your finger over it, Oh, there you and go. And just accept the lighting as it is, then it's great. But Polaroid Pro Tips with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I do photography on the side. <laughs> what you got to do is you got to put a long lens on the, uh, so, uh, on the Polaroid. Okay, so they make this adapter. You go to uh, Polaroid Lens Adapter. Listen, Steven Soderbergh. Um, oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. Insane. We shot the entire stop motion scene on Polaroid. Okay. So, all right, so, so you know how everybody's shooting uh, all these movies on, like, an iPhone? So I had an idea how we kick it up to the next level. Okay? Samsung. No, no, no. We get the new iPhone 11. It's got the three different lenses, so we've got a better lens selection for our, whatever our short is. But here's the deal. We actually light the movie with other iPhones. <laughs> So we shoot it with an iPhone and we light it with iPhones and then it's and then that's how we get it funded. And then edit it on an iPad. And no no no, we're gonna edit it. Yes, right. We'll edit everything in in, in the Apple architecture. Come at me, Apple. <laughs> Let's wow. do this thing. Our DMs are open. <laughs> get <laughs> slide up in. Anyways. Send us phones to make it with. Yeah, like totally. Yeah, we're, we're look <laughs> an right, extra five thousand. No, we're we're gonna need Just at least two nice for the shooting. Okay, for double coverage, and we're gonna need a minimum of six phones for lighting. Uh, and if you have any other cool little accessories and stuff, so we can attach lots them on of magnifying stands. glasses. And then after we're done, we're to, gonna uh, we're gonna enhance. create little baby spuds and stuff that we can sell on filmtools.com. That's it. Under Film. the movie, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, we're going to. This is how we do it. Guys. We're distributing the movie. You buy the movie, you get an iPhone. That's right. Yeah, because it comes on the iPhone. <laughs> oh no, it, it's it's like that U2 song no, wait, that, that they got released the, on the, 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 the album. Yeah, yeah. The free you album. can't do it on <laughs> if the you update, internet. You, you have to buy it on the iPhone. It's just on there. It's just like it's embedded into your iTunes you can't get rid of it that's right that's it's right. like the stocks app it's, it's like a movie just that everybody has that nobody watches <laughs> what do you have that iPhone sitting on your desk oh I bought a movie back in the day and just never watched it it came with the phone <laughs> it came with the phone apparently it was shot and lit with iPhones it's interesting they even used an iPhone as a monitor yeah man wow yeah everything's wireless our star was an iPhone <laughs> the actress actually phoned in her performance via FaceTime. Oh, look at you! Oh, Wouldn't it be hilarious? No. Come at us, Apple! All that trouble. <laughs> That's the movie crew pod at gmail.com Extra e. It'd be my luck. We go through all that trouble. Yeah, Tr- all the detail. We're doing everything with the iPhone. Putting gels in front the, of the, the fucking moment flashlight. we're shooting a scene. We're like, okay, you're talking on your phone. Okay, roll. <laughs> We're editing, and somebody's like, holy crap, she's on an Android. No! Uh, yeah, we'd lose our endorsement there. You lost me there. Oh, I was of, with you until the Android. None of us use Android anyways. <laughs> we don't believe in poverty phones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Hashtag white privilege. <laughs> Poverty phone. That's harsh, man. Oh, oh man, when damn. you see a green text come up, you're like, I can't even talk. Talk. Can't even text back to a poverty phone. All the Stitcher <laughs> listeners just clicked unsubscribe. I'm like, oh, green. Wow. Well, nobody listens on Stitcher anymore. I can't even oh. tap it back. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I, I, I can't send you a fucking PDF of anything. You got to email me, bro. You need to get a new phone. All right, Terminator 2. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've seen it. It's the second one. Yeah. It is the second one. It's Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. 1997. 
right? Isn't that yeah. what she says it is? Yeah, that's when it happens. Even though it came out in 91. It was wait, still... where, where are you? Well, hold up. Wait, wait a minute. 97 You're saying the movie when, takes when... place in 1997? No, no. 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 Judgment Day. Right. Judgment Day. Because I was wondering when the movie, what year the movie did take place in. 91. Present day. No, it can't take place in 91 because there's no way that kid is only like... Eight years okay. old. No, it says it or says six years old. Right? It says on the screen in the movie it says ten. I've uh, I've right? seen where people say eleven, but he's like thirteen at the time when he when he actually the actor was. So if the if the actor is ten and she says in in the in the vo in the in the beginning of the movie that Terminator was sent back in time in the year nineteen eighty four, so it'd be ninety four in the film then. Right. 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 That makes sense. Or did they say eleven years? Did they say ten or eleven? How did they say John Connor? Was? I remember seeing on the screen where, where when he when, when uh, the Terminator gets in and he's looking up John Connor. On the police. it says oh, ten, oh, it says ten right. years old that's right, right, right there. Okay, that's what it said. He's All a right. pretty badass ten year old. Right kidding. Him. Yeah, dude. Oh man, he's not yeah. just writing, but fixing. He's like fixing. His own yeah, listening to Guns and Roses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is funny because Arnold comes in with with a box of Guns and Roses. That's so true. <laughs> I never thought of that. James Cameron's like, ah, oh, just blew everybody's mind in the world right now. My mind was just blown. Never thought about Holy that. shit. Thank you, Jared. Thank oh. you for that. Right behind the uh, Pepsi machine that was oh, well. all over the place. Dude, Pepsi. Yeah, uh, Terminator 2. Most expensive movie ever made. By Pepsi. <laughs> you need product placement, man. Come on, product man. Placement. You gotta pay those Terminator, uh, so Arnold Schwarzenegger Pepsi. paychecks. <laughs> That's right. The only That's drink right. in the future. <laughs> it's after currency. Judgment Day. Yeah, it's currency after Judgment Day. Oh well, man, you got the Pepsi. I don't know. I didn't see any of the Pepsi cans in the future, guys. They were no, all just skulls getting they're crushed. They're all small. <laughs> just many skulls piled to be crushed. Because they're all just dying not to drink Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real horror like, of we it. We have all. to drink Pepsi. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the Coca-Cola fans. <laughs> so I take it nobody in here likes Pepsi. Pepsi's terrible, yeah, right? I like Diet Pepsi. You, uh, no, I'm not really a Pepsi fan. I don't I'm drink. sorry if you like Pepsi. I mean, it's just uh, it's gross. Uh, I've never heard of Dr. I'll Pepper take, fan. I'll take the like, Pepsi oh, challenge and choose a Dr. Pepper, too. Damn. It's really sweet. Yeah. I don't drink pop anymore. Pop? Where the fuck are you from? The Midwest. Sorry. Jeez. Get close to that mic for me. Get up on that mic, Midwest, in there. <laughs> I don't drink pop anymore. Yeah, I don't really drink it much, uh, but uh, definitely not full octane. What do you mean full octane? What? Sugar. Oh. Yeah, he man. goes Coke Zero Coke all zero, the way. Bro. Yeah. All right. It's better yeah. than Pepsi One. Am I right? Pepsi One or Pepsi Max. <laughs> Well, Coke is zero, and they get Pepsi's one. Or was was, it, was it there Crystal Pepsi? They're all binary. Um, oh yeah, there was. Yeah, there was yeah. Some, something. Yeah, there was Crystal that, that, Pepsi. See, You're that, right. That, this movie should have been sponsored by Crystal Pepsi because it's the Pepsi of the future. <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> Oh man! It's, man, it's, these it's, companies come up with stupid gimmicks. It's, it's so ridiculous. many. It's like, drink this. It's clear. It's clear. It tastes exactly Pepsi the clear. Same. That's what I'm trying Pepsi to think. Pepsi clear. Of. That's you. what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, which is really weird. Which makes me think of the uh, the lava at the end of this movie. It is very watery, watery clear. It was very splashy. Very for splashy being clear. Lava. Uh, molted molten metal. Yeah, I'm okay with that though. Really? Yeah. I. I yeah. I'm okay with it. <sighs> You don't did, like it? Did it bother you? Yeah, yeah it did. It did That's, to me this time. That is the one moment where I kind of come out of it, where I'm like, it's 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 practical, to be guys. Molten they, lava, they, they and can't. It, wow, molten <sighs> lava, and it just splashes. He's like in a pool, and it's just like really red light. Like, why yeah, is it so splashy? Do? 
Because that's, that's what it was. It was a you know, <laughs> yellow light under some water. <laughs> you're taking up for it with nothing. You got nothing, so you're just like, it's good. It is good. You're right. But I, mean, it, it's it, fine. I was like, yeah. Man. I mean, like, what, what are you going to do? Like, put some, like, really shitty, like, uh, garbage mat around there and, like. Kill Arnold and lower him no, down. No, have some real lava. <laughs> like, yes. Bye, Arnold. Most expensive movie ever. <laughs> I mean, what did you want? My money well. I, I'm, I uh, mean, before they had like yeah. red colored fucking oatmeal back in like the fifties and shit. Like that's true. Uh, you yeah. know, come on, that's man. True. It just I mean, seemed like it needed to be more syrupy and not like splashy water because but, because, because it's what, not straight volcano lava. Now it's it's supposed to be like uh, it's molten he- metal. Yeah, it's it's supposed right. to be heated steel, right? Yeah, right? Which, which is very thick. But uh, like uh, they did do some cool things, like when the chip goes in. There's like a flash of fire that comes up right behind it, and yep, I'm guessing it's a composite. You know, th- that sells it. That is, but you know, the one that I kept scratching my head on was the uh, the Arnold thumbs up. Oh, yeah, how they did that? I How love the that fuck moment. did they do that? Because there is love that there's fire right around yeah, the hand fire, yeah, yeah. as it, it has goes to be down. a composite. Yep. Or is it an animatronic arm, and they like lit fucking real fire around it? it. Could I be. don't think it's a composite. They man. did a lot of animatronic really. arms, like almost every time. Like when he when he shows them in the house, and he's like, "Here's the knife." Cut okay. off your fucking How arm. How insane yeah. is that? Like, yeah. why would he like? <laughs> he's like, do it. It's like it's like they discussed this before they went. Right, like, right. Like, right. So when we go in, and Arnold's like, you're gonna fucking oh, yeah. deglove your entire fucking arm. Yeah, they discussed it. <laughs> well, I would I would assume that yeah, like Arnold knows that because he's got the detailed files, right? Sure. Skynet. Got to be that look, he knows that he can Miles pull back the Dyson skin flap the, that yeah. they opened. Yeah, like why doesn't they just like pull down his eye like really yeah, far? He needs like, to show him the hand because he knows Miles has. Has yeah, he has the true, hand. What's true. he going to do? Pull, he can't pull out a CPU, then he's not working. Right. He's like, hey, I'm you know the thing you've been working with for the last five years? Just I have me. one, yeah. too. I, I get it. But I was like, this, I was like, holy shit. Like, you just going to deglove your entire arm. And, and then he goes all Luke Skywalker and oh, he puts the black glove on and later I'm like, oh yeah, no, he, he put the skin back on first, right? That, yeah, dude, the black glove <laughs> is awesome. I love that. Yeah, <sighs> it's perfect. Because you can see like a little bit of like the robot underneath it when yes. the glove starts like peeling away and stuff. Oh, so cool. good. Oh, I love that. And there's a lot of really good like uh, uh, effects moments in the movie though. There are. I always God. love the well, the makeup effect when the skin starts peeling away. Oh, and he's yeah. even yeah. the first Shooting one. Him? Like I was That's just telling awesome. you, love the scene where he cuts his eye out. Now, see, I like how they do the eye in this one better. Instead of like making a whole like animatronic head and doing everything, they just put an apparatus on Arnold Schwarzenegger's face, which I didn't like at the end because like when when you're doing the close-ups, it. well, it's not it, it's not moving. It's, like I wish I wish that the eye would move because he's he's being he's, yeah. he's really emoting with the other eye and he's looking yeah. at him, and then the one's very static and forward. Yeah, and I'm like it's broke. Okay. Okay, that's a fair point. Okay. Okay. Actually, yeah. Okay, recon. Yeah. And that is no, that's not a recon. That's one of the most brutal shots in the movie. Is when totally Arnold's is. face gets his, he yes! just gets his face like beaten like four well, that light, five that, that times. Red light that should be out then if it's broken. Real. <laughs> well, no, because that's how they let you know that he's coming back on with the uh, auxiliary yeah, power. You know, it's a good look, man. It's it's no, shorthand no, 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 for no, the no. audience, and yes, maybe it's bad when you analyze it. I was but, like, when you analyze, it, yeah, but like, no, yeah, it totally plays. This, and like when audience, I was a kid, I totally did not give a fuck about that. I was like, holy fucking shit! Yeah, no, this <laughs> is have you, have you seen this movie? You know all that. No, dude, I'm just like this is just me looking at it now. You, know? you said a lot of curse words when you were a kid. In my head, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? The thing that maybe doesn't age as well for me, but I still love it because. It, it's just that end man I cried when I was a kid like this ending like just, oh yeah man sure. I cried it's like a little insane little little kid I just, you cried like a child the, the tears are rolling when down my face when you were a kid you cried like a child that's right that's exactly what I did that's what happened 
Yeah. It's a little cheesy now. Why though. did I think you were going to say when I was a kid, I cried like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> that's I was, what I was going to say. I was, but then I was like, bitch. you know, that's probably, not, you know, that's yeah, maybe offensive. Is it accurate? I don't know, I don't know if this world is. Rewriting things in my brain. So you Good. left that's it from you left it hanging, so you knew I would pick it up. Yeah, that's what you do, Benson. You pick Jeremy up the slack. will say the offensive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I didn't say it. He did. Do you guys find it cheesy and a little ridiculous? The thumbs up and everything. I think it'd have been really badass if like he was standing there and they just fucking like rush him and like push him. <laughs> Just like, I just do. like slam into him and like knock him over the edge. What, Jared? Uh, what? I do love when he hands, he hands her the thing and he's like, no, I cannot self germinate. I can't kill myself. You have to kill me. I can't do it. And you. they're like, fuck you. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we remember you fucking us up before. Peace out, bro. Sarah's like, no faith, but what we made. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if, like, John was like, no, you can't terminate. And Sarah's like, duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> no, that would be pretty good. Yeah. I've been waiting yeah. on this. <laughs> I remember your brother. Uh, there's also, like, you know, like, the, the, during that scene, like, John Connor, like, walks up and he's got the arm and he's like, do you think this will destroy it? And he's like, yeah, throw it in. And he's like, in the chip. And he's like, okay, that's everything. And he's like, no, there's one more. And he, like, points to his head. There's something else that we're not thinking about. Yeah, it's his arm that got stuck. It's his stuck fucking arm. In the yeah. gear. Okay, so I, I thought s- about that, too, watching it again. I'm like, um, yeah. there's still a whole other I want a scene arm. of them over there trying to chip that arm <laughs> out of that cog. Man, that's what everybody thought Terminator 3 was going to be. Like, that's what everyone was talking about on the playground. Like, oh, no, man, there's that other arm, there's bro. There's that other it's, arm. It's in the mill. They're, they're going to get it. It's, yeah. it's over. Terminator 3. They didn't do it, though. No. They just kind of left that hanging. That arm just... Just Somebody showed up to work the it. next day and was like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> just chuck it in I the metal. I swear to God, we have got to fire Tom. He, it's like he, <laughs> this, this shit gets caught in this cog all the fucking time. Dad, Dad, stop living your shit around. God damn. I can't believe this place is still running. <laughs> Pry it loose. Melt like, it down. Seriously, dude. Come on. They just go chuck Fire it. Tom. <laughs> There's one guy that doesn't have an arm there. And they're like, oh, he left his prostate. <laughs> oh, man. Tom shows he's up, like, no like, arm, and he's like, I've had a good week. What do you mean I'm fired? I haven't brought my arm all week. His wife comes running up. Did you forget your arm, son of a bitch? <laughs> it's hard to get but a job a like vet. that. It's hard to get a job like that in a factory with one arm. That's true. That's true. Although that would probably would have broken a lot of the uh, emotional... <laughs> Climax! If at the end they were like, "Oh, hold on, let me go get my arm that I left in that gear," as he's like, right before he's like, "Wait, wait, the other one!" They're like, "What? What? Oh shit!" Instead of going into the thumbs up, he's like, He comes up and he's like melting down. He's like screaming, "Can you write?" All you can do with hands. It's a callback of Terminator 1 where he's just limping along. It's like, I feel like we've done this before. Oh, yes. I did write down, I did think this was interesting. There are only uh, 52 uh, shots that ILM did for the T-1000. They only cost $5 million. Oh, only. That's not bad. Uh, wasn't it like a $100 million budget or something crazy like that? Yeah. 
Where did all that's that a money very go? small amount. Yeah, well, a lot of it went to the stars. Sure. No, but I'm saying, like, in, in terms of percentage of, of budget to overall effects, I think the like actual small amount. actual production budget was only $51 million. Holy shit. Yeah, so that means you had another, like, $50 million going just to... Good for them. Actors. Damn. Good for them. It's good to be an actor. And you're above the line. Well, James Cameron got $6 million. As he should. Because yeah. he basically... Who knows how much Arnold got? At least 15 Probably. Up front that we know of. Dollars? Fifteen million. You get fifteen dollars an hour. That's a, a lot of hours. I got fifteen dollars per exhale of oxygen. <laughs> I could watch the first hour of this movie just over and over and over and over. I love. I was going to mention this earlier. I love how the like the first act builds to a climax. Yeah. In, inside the little you know where she mental home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh station. yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole like building up of. Her seeing the Terminator, mm-hmm. the new one showing up. So it's, good. it's so good. From from the start of the movie to like basically where they land in Mexico or whatever when they go to the old guy to get the guns in the truck. Like if that was the movie in and of itself, I would fucking love it. And I would just watch that like once a month. It's amazing. <laughs> Honestly. I love the Skynet stuff too though. Yeah, the Cyberdyne stuff what I when you when you say Terminator, like what comes to my mind is Arnold Schwarzenegger with that minigun. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, or the what's the, okay. what's the what's the big one with the you know thong. whatever that rocket launcher that, yeah, thing he that's has. That's fucking insane. Let me try mine. <laughs> I can open the door. He also has a really badass shotgun for some reason that that that, that the the stock changes a little bit or the little like handle. It like the loop gets bigger if he wants if he wants to do the spinning thing and then in close ups. Oh, you talking about when he's on the motorcycle in the beginning? Yeah, but and he's like shooting the the fences open. Yeah, and he's like flipping. He's like he's like spinning the the right the uh, the shotgun around. Yeah, it, it's a different gun. And then later, it, like you know, it's it's handle part is bigger. Really, for him allowed to allow him to I wonder, do that. I wonder if to, him doing that flip move where he spins it around. I yeah. wonder if he needs like a special handle. for I that. think he does. And mm. then in the, and then close ups later, it's it's gone. It's it's back to normal to how he got it when he got it at the. Can't let you leave with the man's wheels, son, or whatever the fucking happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does look like a really big gun. Yeah. So, so I, I love that with that whole scene with the um, where. It, right after the guy blows up, right? Like after the the truck runs into the thing and it blows up. Okay, and the, oh, in the LA River, right? Yeah, yeah, and he and he that last time, then he shoots the gun, and then they cut to that sort of close up where he puts the gun away. He, he cocks it, yeah, he spins right. it and puts it away. Yeah, dude is like a quarter of an inch from just fucking hitting the kid in the face <laughs> that would have been amazing. That's one of those things like you have to watch it like fifty times to notice, <laughs> but like watch it again. Like he shoots and then and then they cut to the close up and he puts the gun away and it's like he's like this is his face and there's the gun right there like his hair literally moves from the gun. That's amazing. How does Arnold know oh, exactly? And he's just that not gun? looking at it. It's like oh my god, you almost got killed. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of moments like that though in this movie. They really oh, yeah. are. Yeah, I, like all that truck. Like that's an actual real truck chasing. It is all the somebody on a motorcycle. If they fuck up, like yep. you can see. Where's that truck gonna go? Yep. I mean, they, they can't stop that fast. They die, Brian. Yeah, they, they would. cannot stop yeah. that fast. Yeah, it's gotta it's give scary. it to the stuntman. Yeah. Did you guys notice the Texas switch in the first time when the Team One Thousand runs to the uh, to the truck? And they, so they they have the shot from inside the cab, and the guy's just driving, and you see the guy running up, and then all of a sudden Robert Patrick opens the door and shoves the guy out. It's a Texas switch, right? So you see that see the actor running up to the truck. 
And then all of a sudden the door opens and there's Robert Patrick pulling the guy out of the truck. Is there not a cut there? There's not a cut there. So there's an actor that looks like Robert Patrick running up to the truck and he's just sitting on the truck and he opens the door, takes a switch. Oh my God, dude, for whatever it's reason. It's one of my favorite I'm, moments. I, I, yeah, I just put a cut there in my brain. Yeah, it feels like it. And so so after he pulls him out of the, after he opens the door and like grabs yeah. him and then it cuts to him like falling out of the thing and then the next shot is the same angle because it's the same take and he's like jumping into the truck and getting in on the wheel right it's such a great moment that's a great moment yeah. oh man no i never i never noticed that <clears throat> he's like what the hell my, <laughs> right, right. my brain cut that oh yeah well they yeah and they, they repeat the uh the get out on the helicopter yeah that that's a nice <laughs> moment oh that's another one of my favorite moments where he looks over and there's just that little tiny reflection in the metal uh, oh yeah oh, yeah, my God, like, yeah yeah you so see his face good. that's yeah. something i noticed on the 4k it's so good um, I don't think I've ever noticed before. It is all the reflections on the T one thousand. Yeah, he turns over and looks, and it's just his face, like yeah, those that's looking very back impressive. at him. Get out of the uh, yeah, I'm gonna get out. So, of so the that, co- that that reminds me. <laughs> yes, I will get out. I don't care how high we are. I'm gonna get out right now. He, he, he's supposed to be able to do things that are metal. Then how can he become the floor? He's liquid metal, and he can he can mimic anything that he that's, touches. That's metal. That's a similar size. No, no, not that's metal. No, that he not, touches, not that, that he metal, touches metal. Because his clothes, size. his clothes, he's mimicking, and those are cloth. I get that. I'm just saying that in in, in Arnold's like uh, exposition, he says metal. He, he says he, he can. He says he, can, he is metal, and no. he can imitate anything of a similar size. Yeah, that's what he says. He doesn't say he can only mimic metal. Could have swore it said only metal. No, no, he that can't make do complicated sense. things, and a floor is not super complicated. Yeah. Like, how could he do his clothes? How's he wearing clothes? <laughs> right. He goes through the bars, and obviously the clothes, and at least he's projecting he that image onto it somehow. So, fun fact about the floor. There you go. They get onto that set, and James Cameron is like, all right, this, this floor is just, it's one color, it's kind of boring. So, there's one guy that was like a PA or something that had to go and physically place all of the black tiles. Those are all like stickers on the entire fucking floor, just so later they could have him come up in that little shot where he's like got the two tone thing. Yeah. That was one dude. Really? And it took Those him are like stickers? Two there's, there's like close ups of feet there. I need to see that. Yeah. That, that was not part of the actual set because wow, they shot that in that. a real location and they, they fixed that. It was art department. Way Imagine to go, having department. money like that guys. We walk in and we're like, <sighs> guys, you know, <laughs> Imagine having art department. That's like, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I will make floors. this. I'll make these tiles two tone. Oh sure. yeah. No, don't worry about it. We'll do it. Don't worry about it. We got Tom. Well, yeah. <laughs> It, it works great though, because like if you didn't have the the the, the two different colored tiles, when the just, Terminator gets up, it would just yeah. look like a blob. Exactly, you'd lose all that. It would look like Freddy coming out of the bed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those moments where you're like, yes, we need the art department to make this thing actually work, because without it, it doesn't work, right? Yeah. It doesn't look. It looks like a good. blob, like you said. Yeah. When he, when he comes up, that is like a that's a real great moment. You just think <clears throat> it all goes back to that guy that spent all this time sticking those stickers down. Yep. 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 He's imagine, t- imagine being that, that guy watching that movie and being like, "I made that happen." He tells that story every year. Yeah, Christmas. he does. Yeah, he does. I'm the sticker layer and did all the floors, the black tiles, sticker and Terminator too. Listen, I don't know what your name is, but I am a fan who appreciates your work. You're a hero, <laughs> sir. If you listen to this, we thank you. You saved Terminator too. <laughs> yes, you did. You we made it work. You made all of it work. <laughs> there it is. Sticker man. Also, I was watching um, Good Morning Vietnam because you were talking about that not too long Great ago movie. on uh, one of the podcasts. There are two twins that check everything that Robert um, uh, Williams says. He's the security guard. Yeah. 
that is in this film that gets his eye poked out. Which I didn't know this. Wait, the guy who gets coffee? Yeah, he's the like, guy. Hey, you want anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, that guy, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I got a free cup. Oh, that's awesome, right? All right, he's got a twin, and actually, Linda Hamilton also has a twin. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that. That's and one of that's my how they things. were able to get all of the characters. Really? Yeah, in the same shot, like I when you have like Linda guy. Hamilton and the T one thousand impersonating Linda Hamilton. Yeah, and the, the that cop, is a twin. They're just twins. That's that how is one of my perfect. favorite VFX moments of all time. It's honestly, pretty, it's pretty badass that, right? uh, that that her twin was uh, you know bulking up you know to look pretty similar as well. I mean, they look pretty damn close. Well, uh, Linda Hamilton's twin was only kind of pretty much shot from the back. Anytime you're like seeing like uh, a kind of like a straight oh, really? on, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You you can tell it's not her. Arms. <clears throat> okay, yeah, and that extended scene where they take out um, it's in the special edition. They take out Arnold's uh, CPU. Yeah. And uh, Linda Hamilton's thinking about, like, smashing it. And Edward yeah. Furlong talks, him, talks her out of him. Um, that's her twin in the reflection and doing the hand stuff. And if you look real closely, you can see that she's her arms are not nearly as buff. Uh, they're still skinny and, you know, very feminine, but they're not Linda Hamilton. Yeah, not like... <laughs> Sex goddess warrior arms. <laughs> she hasn't been working out in prison for ten years. <laughs> True. <laughs> we should have hired twins for Girl in Woods. I know, right? It made it a lot easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have. Why didn't we think of that? Well, I mean, like, they had so much, too. Like, think about all the uh, practicals. You got rear projection. You got miniatures. You got CGI imagery. Like, let's not do fucking split screen duplicating <laughs> actors' performances. It's just, like, so much extra work man, at Been this point. Done that. That's a lot of work. Yeah, right? It's just smart planning on James Cameron's part. It is. Actually, my favorite action scene in the entire movie is the hospital escape. I don't think we've even talked about that. Okay, one of my favorite moments from the entire movie. T-1000 comes through... The bars? The bars. And the fucking gun gets stuck. Oh, yeah. Like, it's such a small thing, Attention but it to sells the, the whole fucking deal for me. Like, like it <laughs> literally you does. Mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things like, okay, he could come through the bars, and you're like, oh, shit, he's coming through the bars. But the fact that it, like, the gun gets stuck, and he's like, oh, I gotta turn the gun, and then I can, now I'm gonna kill you. Like... That was like two shots, right? Yeah. They didn't have to do that. That was probably some guy on set that was like, you know what? He should get the gun stuck. That would be hilarious. And yeah, but like it just—it's it, one of those details that sells right? the moment. It the, does. The doctor's reaction it right after. It sells the humanity of the robot, right? Like where you're just like, no, this is still a thing that is trying to figure out itself in the moment. Oh, I get what you're saying. Right? It's it's not so perfect that it can plan through everything. It, it is also trying to figure out what it's going to do, and it goes through this thing thinking that it's fine, and then it also oh, it's like, oh, fuck, i got to turn this thing, and now I'm going to kill it. I forgot cool. this gun's not part yeah, of me. Right? <laughs> I, I like that moment, too, where he looks at the uh, the silver mannequin in the mall. Oh, oh I love that. it. That I is love a good it. moment. Yes. But that's one of those moments that like you have to rewatch the film to really <laughs> get it, or like it's when you so see good. him that he's silver later. That you imagine you he's sending yeah. like, little robot... Ask out no, notice when it doesn't answer. He's like, damn it, and turns around and walks off. I'm not my friend. Oh, you must be stupid. <laughs> he's like, are you one of. No, never mind. Never She's mind. not turned on yet. <laughs> You're not What wireless. are you doing on Fred? Never he's mind. Like, Char- never Charles? Mind. No, okay, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we could get together, kill a few humans, you know, uh, maybe uh, melt their hands into some. some... <laughs> Do I know you? Who are you here to get? <laughs> uh. But uh, <laughs> I, I do like that uh, the hospital escape. It's got 
it's not only him going through the bars, but that's the first time like you see him get shot in the face. His, mm-hmm. his face splits apart. He oh, comes man, together. That's a great moment. And those the fucking knives coming through the elevators and splitting oh, apart dude, the hands. Dude, when Oops. they're coming down from the ceiling, you know, man. Oh yeah, that's good too. Dude, and it, like great. slices her right arm, after. and you're like, oh yeah. shit, this this just got real. Yeah, then the like, sound they make when they Doodies go out. through the mm. the sound design, like just like them puncturing the metal is so it's just great. I remember as a kid, did Academy Award. first time I saw it, thinking, man, how are you going to stop this thing? Yeah, you really can. Yeah, Rambo. that's the moment where you're like, just fucking run. Like, you can't do anything. Just fucking run. That's what's so great about that Asta La Vista moment, man. When you get that, you're like, oh, fucking movie's over. Right? He just shattered. He's little, he's little pieces. And then he starts yes. coming back together, and you're just like, man, what the fuck are these guys going to do? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. You just froze fucking liquid metal and shattered it, and he's still going? <laughs> You're dead. Yeah, good I did. luck. I You're really done. didn't know what they were going to do when I was first watching this. Well, there's kid. all this molten I mean, dumb kid. metal around us for some reason. That's the moment where every time I rewatch yeah. this movie, I'm like, "Yeah, no, James Cameron's a fucking genius." Because I, I once again, I've seen it four times, and I still just bought into the moment that it's done. He's dead. Cool. They finally got him. No, I've seen it four times, and I'm still like, "Yeah, they're good." No, they're not good. Fuck. It's all over. It's, it's all a- over. It's total the monster movie treatment. Like, the monster's dead. Nope. It's wiggling back to life. They always come back for one last scare. It's so good. It's that Act 2, Act 3 transition where, like, oh, they just won, but they actually lost. But it's not Act 2. Like, it's the end of the (laughs) fucking movie. It's like Act 7. I like how the first Terminator ends with the uh, with all the machinery, and this one's got like a much more like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going back to the Bronze Age here, man. We're we're building shit. We're, we're making shit shit. metal. <laughs> we're like swords and stuff. Okay, steel beams. I like how they got rid of all the people who worked there. They're like, everybody get out! Everybody get out of here! Well, fucking, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's fucking liquid nitrogen. Fucking yeah, yeah dude, I'd yep. get out too. How hardcore is it? That there's a giant liquid nitrogen truck. You like as we and like it, it, it comes by the frame and it's like all huge and it kind of slows down a little bit so you can read oh, I it. I love that moment. They, do those do those really exist? Is that no, they, there's. I was just thinking it, that there's no. way. Have you ever seen a massive no. liquid nitrogen truck? I, I, I would not I think, think it comes that that's in smaller how, canisters. It Probably. seems like that's a really dangerous way to transport Dude. it, right? Okay, but all that now is standing like. Still, can you imagine being a factory worker and having like a fucking Mack truck just? Just barging in in the middle of a fucking like you're like oh yep nope I'm not saying for this yeah no I hit would the be button out we're out I just like, thought it was like it's very it's like very funny and convenient like, everybody get out <laughs> there's a Terminator coming it we is. gotta clear out it's the showdown it's, <laughs> it's the climax of this movie here guys everybody run go home to work <laughs> this isn't a Marvel film we can't kill innocent people oh some guys like shit's about to go down this movie's almost over we're leaving. <laughs> That's lunch. Button push. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a red shirt. <laughs> Star Trek reference. Just get there. The what is the news clip at the liquid I nitrogen the trucks? Yeah, but that's on BBC oh. Earth. What's that? <laughs> that's like the UK. That's not America. They don't exist. News videos. Nitrogen truck cult breaks down. Nitrogen truck. <laughs> Holy shit. Liquid Spill. nitrogen? It's for reals. Well, it is James Cameron. I'm Isn't that start free, to the like, freezes movie? people to death? I'm sure he's done his research. I'm sure. He's like, I had a dream <laughs> where I saw a liquid nitrogen truck driving down the street. Oh, I thought you were going to say driving down to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> oh, no, he's like, 
I was going to take a liquid nitrogen truck down into the Marianas Trench <laughs> and see if it would explode. Listen, I don't know how we've gotten through almost two podcasts and not talked about Future Man. If you open the, the door you guys Future Man? at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Future, Future Man? Future, Future Man? Man? Future Man. Future Man. See, we don't even know what you're talking about. Bro. Really? No. I know Future World, the sequel to Westworld. No, I know so Future Man, the, uh, the uh, musician. So it's this whole show that basically takes the concept of Terminator and turns it into a video game. But in the future, but it's James, a show? James Cameron has created like a new sort of uh, fuel, and they call it Cameronium. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. I love them. And it like creates this whole <laughs> terrible dystopian future where everything goes wrong, and these people... I, I don't even want to describe it if you haven't watched it. It's just not worth it. Just cut this whole thing out. But Oh, just no. This is staying in. Let, just let, allow me to explain. If you like anything that James Cameron has done and you've not watched Future Man, Where you is need this? to go watch Future Man is and it appreciate. It's a, it's a Hulu original. Oh, it's legit. It's legit. There's uh, two no, seasons right, of no, it. I'll have to check this and out. It's, it is just fantastic. Nice. They're like, our but, best car is called... An aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Unobtainium? I love what? it. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's unobtainium. <laughs> can't really get it. What's the thing that you can't get? You can't obtain it. What should we call it? Unobtainium. Okay, so, you know, like, you know, in Star Trek, it's deuterium, so. I, I, you know what, man? You can do, like, 5,000 things right in your life, and you do one thing wrong. Gotta find the tesseract. One thing wrong, and it's just like you fucked up, man. So that's literally the pitch for Future Man. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you know the joke. Yeah, James says, Cameron. The joke it says, you know, if you uh, you fuck one sheep, man, you're known as a sheep fucker for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, here comes Jared, the sheep fucker. I'm like, God damn it, it was one time. <laughs> oh, so good. So damn good. it. Jared, anytime I want to shut you up now, I'm just going to call you a sheep fucker. <laughs> ah, fuck. He is I not the drunk. goat. He is the sheep. <laughs> Didn't even come. <laughs> <laughs> so we're bringing him back around to Arnie's dick, huh? Is that oh, what's man. happening? Oh, now, I, if I had seen that, I would have. <laughs> we, are, uh, we are minus Arnold's uh, wing in this movie. Yeah, they were That's trying to true. reach a younger That's audience. <laughs> it was still rated R. <laughs> Yes, but, but like not every for, kid not didn't nudity. want to see this movie. Though. It's a soft it R. Was total marketing. Well, it, it, it that, was that, that would have kids. been a hard R. This is a soft R. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, that's what she said. These these are marketed for kids. I but mean, yeah, like straight up. Like and you, you make an action You can't figures. hold up your action figures and not say what it is. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. This is a T one. Brian holds up a, a Terminator two. Brian has a large black plastic thing. Wrapped in more plastic. Ah, uh, this is awkward. Uh, we're gonna stop. I know this. you think it's a thermos, uh, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. You can't drink from it. Uh, <laughs> it moves more than you might expect. <laughs> oh no. Um, did we talk about the music? It's pretty much the same thing. Just it's uh, it's the better version of the music. We talked about it the music the on the first one. The it is the better version. It's of like the music. it took all the good things that the first one tried to do and made it. Like you said, orchestral. I don't and think epic. it's better. I think it's just it. This fits this version better. Like the other okay, one. Fits. The T one thousand has a theme, which is kind of spooky. I say cool. it's yeah. I it's say more it's fully realized because every time I think realized. of the Terminator theme song, even when I'm about to watch the first one, I remember this one. Same. 
hundred percent. This Absolutely. is the one that most people think of. This no, is the one that you. I think of. But like when you're watching that first Terminator movie, like oh, part man. of what I like about it is that it feels that music makes it feel like a John Carpenter movie. You know, I kind of like missed that, that yeah. a little bit because like you nobody's know, knocking it, the music if, in the first. If it, it, it fits for, it fits well for that film. Like this music wouldn't fit for that movie. It, it would have been really cool to see right. yeah. this movie. But if you were listening to both scores back to back, which one would be more enjoyable this to one. listen to sonically? Second one. Actually, Ooh. if you're listening to the soundtracks, the first Terminator is a better listen to. Really? Um, yeah. Really? Uh, outside of the main score, Terminator 2, there's a lot of like, it's, 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 it's. it's not a very enjoyable uh, hmm. musical listen. Hmm. Like, even like when like the T-1000 gets dumped and you get that, it's just weird music. It's, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to listen to. It's very avant-garde expressionalism. I'd like to see tonal noises. I'd like to see a cut of this movie where instead of like bad to the bone and all that, we cut to the you know the music from the first one. All that like real weird like you know oh, industrial I've sounding. I've seen a version of that. Oh really? That's why I talked about it earlier. Oh well, I guess I zoned out. I'm sorry. That's that's part of the reason why I feel so strongly about it because I've I've seen someone cut that two minute sequence. I've got to see it and and redo all the sound effects with the original soundtrack from the first one, so it keeps that same tone. But see, you, you can't take like a, a John Carpenter score and put it in an action movie. That that doesn't work. <laughs> that's you know right. what I mean? You totally. Know, it's like yeah, I don't know. They're they're designed for different films, so it's, I don't know. I, I mean, do it's like an interesting thought I, to think. I like, like the theme score. For this one, better like that's the, the drums. Like, yeah, the drums are hitting about. better, and and that like that's good to listen to. But overall, I don't, I don't know. I'm on the. Fence. I don't think I've ever actually listened to the entire score. I was talking about the theme. It's good. It's an interesting idea to think like, what if they had gone with keeping that theme, that tone from the first one until like the kid gets there with his mom in the hallway, and then all of it just breaks loose. Now you know Arnold's a good guy, and it just switches into action mode. That's pretty much what it does, man. I yeah, mean, the like, score totally makes that scene those, when it slows down. The bone breaks right stuff. there. What's that? When she sees Arnold for the first time and she's freaking out, and the sco- and everything kind of slows down. The score totally makes that right there. It's just that dong. Oh, it really does. Dong. dong. Oh, dude, all that stuff. Yeah, it's got good chase music. I yeah. do like the chase music. Oh, yeah. the first half of the movie is just a perfect chase movie. And Arnold's so good at delivering one line dialogue. He is down. He is. Okay, that's the thing Get I was down. gonna say. Like, I, I I like the fact that they're trying to change the future in this one. Yeah, I think that makes it like the second half of the movie. Like, I think that's why I like it better than Terminator. It makes it more than just a chase movie. It evolves it into like, the okay, we're not inside. just gonna. It gives it stakes besides just the possibility of some random future that we're just being introduced to. Right. It's like, okay, no, we've established. We know there's a big fucking deal that's gonna happen if this fails, and so we all care about the outcome. And the first half of the movie being such a great chase movie makes the second half of the movie feel that much more important. I also like that our characters aren't passive, too. For sure. They're en- they get them. engaged. Yeah. Every single one. And it makes the making of a sequel make sense. It does. It's not just yeah. rehashing the same story. It's like, okay, now the characters are trying to stop <clears throat> Judgment Day. And there's a deleted scene of The Terminator where Sarah Connor actually... Brings up the entire plot of Terminator 2, where she's like, oh, yeah, why don't we just go blow up Cyberdyne and fix it? And they cut it out of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) all right, you want to talk about cutting things out of the movie. The original original? treatment for the original Terminator, the first and the second one were the same movie. 
the second movie was cut out of the original screenplay because they didn't have the budget. They didn't have like he James Cameron couldn't sell it to any of the studios. They couldn't figure out how to he do that. He was like I have this whole idea to do these 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 things and they were like, "Ah, we kind of like it, but it seems like a lot." And he's like, "Okay, what if we just do the first part?" And then we'll and he kind of basically cut the two movies in half. Hmm. And the he he took all the ideas that the first one became out of the original script and made it the first one, and took all the original ideas that became the second one out of the original script and made it. So he split into two movies. It was smart. It works well. It does. It does. But like all that stuff was there from the get go from his original treatment, which is why I think it works so well together. Yeah, I agree. Guys, ratings. Yes, sir. Let's do them. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I gave the first one a 7. This one's a fucking 10. First one a 7, this one a 10. All right. Uh, 10 Arnold penises out of 10. <laughs> Just like the first one. Wow. Very good, man. This movie's excellent. Uh, it, 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 it holds up to the rewatch test. Uh, it's Absolutely. very fun. Uh, Absolutely. Even though it's really long, like there, it, it just throws so much at you. How, how long is the original? Like, but, but, like the no, it's only like two hours and like fifteen like minutes. Two, two okay, well, the one I, I watch yeah. is like two forty-five, right? Shit, is that long? Yeah, it's yeah. like an extra thirty minutes or twenty. It's twenty-five to thirty minutes, and some yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. the special edition is. I think the original is like two twelve, two seventeen, something like that. Yeah, so that, there's a lot of movie. Yeah, it's a lot of movie. A lot of really good. It movie. doesn't feel long though. Ever, I don't ever feel the length of the film. Yeah, I haven't either. I never feel it like dragged down or anything. Because I was watching the special edition one. Yeah. I mean, they cut that stuff out for a reason. That's I mean, it's, it's called the special edition. It's not yeah. called the director's cut. I mean, that's why edits that's are fair. made in the first place. I mean, James Cameron even like goes into like uh, reasons why he cut all that stuff out on the DVD and stuff. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's just regurgitated information that you don't need to right. get elsewhere in the movie. So what is the point? Cut it out. It's a chase movie. It needs the pace. Pace is a big deal. That's true. I give it a 10 as well. 10. Damn. It's one of those movies I've seen probably uh, more than most. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Accurate. My second favorite James Cameron movie of all time. What's, What's your first? Your first. Aliens, man. Oh, oh my God, damn. bro. Love oh, Aliens I need to so watch much. it again. That's a good inspiration to watch Aliens again. Yeah. It's probably my... F- we need to do an off-air podcast about that one because I wasn't here for that one. So. <sighs> Dude, that's probably, one of my, that's probably my personal favorite movie ever. <laughs> like, it's just fucking like the one I've watched the most. That's why this is a podcast in the first place because we just all want to talk about movies. I did Alien and then I, I had to miss Aliens for some reason. And no, we did, back. we did Aliens like in the very beginning. It was like episode oh, 50 or 40 something in the show. And then when we ago. did the Alien re- retrospective series. Y'all skipped it. We skipped yeah. it because we already covered it and we couldn't fit it in the month. So yeah, I remember doing the other ones. I just didn't do that one. What we do? We did the Ridley. Oh, we did all of them, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. did all of them all up until the, 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 the well to uh, Alien versus Predator, and then uh, Alien versus Predator Requiem or whatever. We the fuck skipped that, that was. one. Yeah, yeah. No, those two. That's worth skipping. We did the watch along for four. That one was fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually did a, a, a full length commentary for uh, oh, Alien God, Four. Yeah, that sounds so. Oh, fun. I had never seen it. So yeah. Really? What a perfect oh. length. Let's watch it. Live. Oh, it was good. That's Almost it's such like great one liner. Trailers. <laughs> Look, Bring we can talk over the trailers and then just put it after the after the. Listen, all I'm saying is, if you're gonna play the trailer, you should also hear us talking while we're watching the trailer. That's all I'm I saying. Know about That's that. all I'm saying. He's got to do ideas, with that guys. what you want. I'm just saying. <sighs> 
That's what I do. I just do what I'm told. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Benson, where can they follow you, sir? At J. Edward Benson. And Jerry, where can they follow you, good man? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on the Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And Mike, if they want to follow you. I'm on the Instagrams at Griggsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. It's Griggs. Griggs. <laughs> with, with a G? Griggs with a with G. A Griggs with a G, <laughs> fuck you. It's Griggs. It's Griggs! <laughs> All right, guys. Griggs! <laughs> <laughs> That may be the most (laughs) random great callback of all time. He's not wrong. Riggs with a G. (laughs) Griggs. Griggs. You can do over this shit. (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to leave you tonight with a little bit of the soundtrack. We're going to be playing track number one, main titles from the Terminator 2 Judgment Day soundtrack from composer... Brad Fidel. Enjoy. Dun, 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 dun.